Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we we had a bit of a chat, didn't we, Andy? We did. We had a nice chat with Danny Kelly about the Premier League weekend. And then news happened. Yeah, news happened, (laughs) which slightly uh, took the show in a different direction. But... um, uh, we won't bring you the Jesse Marsh fallout to down the podcast, but uh, before that happened, we did talk a bit of Leeds with uh, Danny Kelly mm. and kind of suspected something like this could potentially happen. So you'll hear uh, our deep dive into the Premier League weekend and our chat. Here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. And it was green football weekend, you'll notice. Yeah, I did notice that. I thought it was very good of Liverpool to employ Greta Thunberg as guest defensive coach. Yeah. And they had the back line glued themselves to the spot in their just stop defending protests. (laughs) (laughs) Very moving. That would have been lovely. Wouldn't it have been great if they got Greta in? (laughs) Someone who smiled less than Roy Keane. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) Really fantastic. Being very, very miserable about it. It was a good moment at Brentford on Saturday afternoon where Mm. we turned around. Uh, my friend and I, we saw in Matthew Benham's box, he always has a special guest, yeah. and it was Gary Neville. Oh, yeah. So he said, that's Gary Neville. So the bloke in front sort of turned around and spotted him. He went, I think that's Gary. Is it Gary Neville? And it went on for about three or three minutes. Is that Gary I said, no, it's Britain's foremost Gary Neville impersonator. Well, of course it's Gary Neville. <laughs> that's that bloke who does the voice who's quite uncanny. <laughs> yeah, but not the face. Not the face. <laughs> I don't know, would you make much money as a Gary Neville lookalike? <laughs> I don't think so. You could go out where that fella really sounds like him and then just mime. <laughs> very good the pair of them, they're prepared to split the money. <laughs> but then they'd have a fallout because the bloke who does the that's voice true. would argue he's doing all the heavy lifting. Just opening it. It'd be like like a vent act, wouldn't it? He could go... Anyway, so just a thought. Not really going to happen, no, is okay. it? There's, um, there's a sense of an inevitability when the ball, when a chance falls to Harry Kane, yeah. and he took it, of course. I was thinking, if Havertz would have spooned that over the bar, <laughs> he would. <laughs> yeah, what, a great it was, start um, to, what a great start to the weekend. It Friday was a bit night. of a bobbler, though. I thought, you know, there was a moment when it came to him, he mm. just sort of... He, 
put it into the ground. Yeah, he just makes the space. The yeah, he great... assesses it so quickly what to do. No, take a touch. Just yeah. first, you know, he's brilliant. Unless you were at the game yesterday, mm. you wouldn't have seen uh, an opportunity he had where he kind of tried to cut across the ball on the volley and completely mm. messed it up. But wow, that would have been some goal had he yeah, managed yeah. to do it. The ball was flying in. But uh, yeah, very enjoyable day yesterday. It was great to watch him uh, be there when he uh, when he did the business and, and got the record. A sensational player. Mm. It's very interesting listening there to what Teddy Sheringham had to say because the ball is very much in Harry Kane's court now. He'll go into the summer. And I would imagine they, you know, they'll want to take stock, and they're going to want to see what's going on and whether they got. It all depends the on what happens the rest of the year. They, yeah. they win the cup or they get to the Champions League final. They but win of co- the Champions but of course, League. course, last time he had a few years left on a contract, and and uh, you know, it was Tottenham held all the aces and you the chairman. Get, not get, the case in the summer. You get the sense he's not a complicated bloke and that he loves the club. I, you know, you wouldn't be surprised if he spends his whole career there. You know, we'll have to see. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. But uh, a very interesting weekend. We spoke to Stan Collymore. He, he caught up with Sean Dyche last week and, and sensed a bit of uh, you know not so much confidence, but just a different a good mood. He thought the vibe was good at Everton. He was yeah. telling us Stan, and uh, so it proved when they went out and played brilliantly on the uh, on the Saturday. They did. They were excellent. They deserved to win. They really did. We're going to have a chat with Danny Kelly yeah, we'll about, that. about we'll look all the games, all the Premier League. I games. had an interesting thing last night. I was so I decided to go for a, yeah, a pizza and I decided to walk because of some kind of preemptive yeah, yeah. walk off the pizza. No, before I got it, and then when I came back, anyway, I had to go. I have to go under an underpass, and I got to this. There was intersection of this underpass. It's quite complicated. Yeah, and I, you often see people looking around thinking, "Where, where do we go?" And this yeah. woman approached me, and she oh, in a very you were heavily, approached by a woman on an underpass. Yeah, very heavily accented uh, voice asked me where the station was. Yeah. So I said, well, follow me, because we're walking that way. And I started talking to her, and I said to her, where are you from? And of course, yeah. you can't ask any, anybody where you're from. And she said, Barnes. Oh, okay. It, well, that puts you, so, put so you so in said, your place. So said, when did you leave the royal household? <laughs> no. So, I said, so she was Israeli, it turned oh, out. Oh, okay. Right, so, so I said, what, what country are you from? Israel. And that was it. But I realised you can't actually say to people now, where are you from? Yeah. Very, when she said Barnes, I didn't know where to go from that. Thought, yeah. Not really, are you? But there you what go. part yeah. of Barnes? I said to you, yeah. you're very lucky you've met the only Jewish person that lives in Chiswick. That's not quite true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that's not the case. Uh, nice. Anyway, uh, Will yeah. Collar, I think he was on the score sheet for Stockport oh, County yeah, the other definitely. day. And I thought if Will doesn't want to be scoring goals for Stockport, there could be a future mm. in telly with his new uh, game show format, Hot Under the Collar. Marvellous. Where you basically, he's, he's linked up to a blood pressure uh, thing and uh, you, you wind him up. By saying things like "stop, port of rubbish," you're going down, and he gets so annoyed. And you, basically, if you get his blood bit, pressure up to a certain point, you win the car. It's a bit like me. Our annoying work experience lad is a Brighton. That's fan. very harsh. He's only come in. All he just had he had the temerity to point out Brighton so are annoying. doing very well, and oh, they no, are fifth so in typical. the league. It was exactly the same as what I was talking about last. Don't week. start on Brighton again. You oh, could yeah. not get a, a, a less offensive fan base than the Brighton fans. How do you think they feel about Chelsea fans with their big cigars lauding? Well, we haven't it? got any cigars. <laughs> he got any Castellas? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Slim Panatella, the old country and western singer. So anyway, we are looking for TV formats for old Will Collar. We're well, not young Will Collar yeah. of Stockport County. Obviously, collar and tie as he goes around Bangkok. Yeah, he does, and other other parts food. of the country. Yeah. Yeah, week two, Kosamui. Yeah. Who knows where he goes? He yeah, gets Phuket, the as they say. Well, no need for that. <laughs> um, so yeah, <laughs> so we'll be uh, yeah. If you've got any TV formats for uh, Will Collar. Talksport.com forward slash 18J. You can text to 81089 
or tweet to uh, T S H and J. Can I just say that I'm you can. Uh, I very much it's your enjoyed show. Well, fifty percent of it. Anyway. Well, thank you very much. I've only just found out. Mm. I, I very much enjoyed our podcast extra last week, and I've I've been sending around people a, a bit of it that people yeah. really enjoyed, and I've I've enjoyed. It. I can say it because it was you being really funny, and uh, so I do recommend it. I think it's. Um, you know, it's well, different. What we'll it's do. something that's different. We, the bit that we that I've been saying, we, we could never do on the show, not at lunchtime. No. But it, was, uh, it wasn't it, that it, rude, uh, but it we'll, was a little I'll bit I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll, we'll, um, we'll tidy it up a little bit, and uh, we will put it out at TSH and J at some point. We'll give you a little excerpt what we do on the podcast extra. You can just go along to where you get your TalkSport podcast and click on podcast extra. You get a free trial. Um, to mm. see if you like it or not, and then uh, I think it's two ninety nine a month. We do two special podcasts for you, away from the regular ones from the show. So there's a special clips of the week, sort of director's cut, where we look back on a, a particular mm. aspect of uh, clips of the week from uh, back in the day, and we do a kind of we we go through Andy's notes, the ones that he, he makes copious notes, and uh, he never gets through half of them on the show. But uh, so we mm. we bring you um, we bring you the scrapings from Andy's barrel. <laughs> and it's, it's what a great description! And occasionally it, it it goes a bit weird as the last one did. So anyway, we, uh, if you want to go and check that out, wherever you get your Talksport podcast, click on Talksport Extra, and so we will put out a little taster of what we got up to as Andy. Andy recalled the time that uh, Lloyd Hunnigan, the great Lloyd Hunnigan, gave him some uh, boxing advice when Andy first took up boxing training, mm. and that was the root of a fairly surreal five-minute conversation. So anyway, uh, we'll get into that, and we'll put that out at TSH and J hopefully a little bit later on or tomorrow. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. The great Danny Kelly. Good afternoon, Danny. Good afternoon. First of all, let me say how surprised I am that Andy is talking about Will Collar so easily, given that he started his career at Brighton. Oh, yes. Um, Let me also also say that um, I've mapped out his entire TV career for him. In the first series, he goes around the country finding other people called Collar in a series called A Fistful of Collars. Um, The second series... The second series where it's hard to find the people is called For a Few Collars More. <laughs> oh, beautiful, yes. Maybe it is I'm time. here all week, enjoy the liver. Beautiful. <laughs> Mike Andrews says collar and cuffs, steady. Uh, collar visits police stations. Maybe it's a bit more. <laughs> Having his collar felt will attempts to carry out various low-level crimes and misdemeanors without getting caught, says Scott. Not that kind of lad, Scott. Um, lipstick on your collar, says our only indenter. Will compares the durability of lipstick down the years as he's snogged by regular celebrity guests. <laughs> Uh, pitting that- Max Factor against Rimmel. <laughs> yes, good. Oh, I think we'll move on. We got a lot of football to cover, Danny, and we will start yes, at the yes. lane. It is the lane, whatever anybody says. Tottenham won. Yes, it is. Manchester City nil. Totally deserved. It was. It was. A, it was wonderful to be there yesterday to see Harry Kane. Harry Kane get the record. Stuck around afterwards. Amazing. He, he did seem very emotional at the end, um, out on the pitch with his uh, teammates. Um, and a, a very good performance by Tottenham. Two standout performances uh, in a good team performance from uh, Pierre-Emil Hoybier, his best performance for Spurs, and he's had a few good ones in the last couple of years. But Emerson Royal, a man who was mm. who was basically booed onto the pitch, and it takes a special kind of player to get over that and then uh, play the way he did yesterday. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, first of all, one of those, uh, it was a, the game, you're absolutely right. Spurs deserved it and were the better team, unless, as I took the trouble to do uh, in my in-depth research for this section, um, you watch the eight-minute highlights on Manchester City TV, mm. in which apparently City <laughs> dominated the game from S to F and were somehow robbed by a combination of refereeing and circumstance. Yes. Unbelievable That's commentary. Incredible. Go and enjoy it for yourselves after, after you've finished. I mean, Morris um, hit the bar, I mean, and also. You know. Yeah, um, and that caused the manager to substitute him. He was so angry with him. If you I mean they had a word statement as he came off the pitch, didn't he, about hitting that bar? Um, I mean, it, it's rare you can say this. That argument. I mean, I thought Hoiberg was immense. You're mm. absolutely right, Paul. But Emerson Royal was fantastic, and he was fantastic and could have been Spurs man of the match. And the player he was playing against was definitely Manchester City's best player. Yeah. In the ever annoying Jack Grealish Oof. was fantastic at times. What a game, and what a what a game within a game between the two of them. Yeah, the um, Jack Grealish. I mean, there was uh, the Tottenham fans were irate. He had about five or six tactical fouls, which is unusual mm. because City have told us many times that they don't tactically foul. They normally share them about. They didn't even bother. Yeah. He was getting away with murder. The first tackle, well, Benton because Rod- Rodri's confidence is so low with giving away goals <laughs> on the edge of his own penalty area. They. I mean, yeah. It, he buys look, so many free people kicks. Point well, he leaves. It's, it's an art form. It. He plays for it all It's the an time. art form. If Brian Hill Clever. should come back, Danny, uh, to the Premier League, I'd mm. say watch Jack Grealish because so often he would just get butt- taken off the ball and then never get anything for it. But Jack Grealish has turned it into an art form, dangling the leg. He does get fouled a lot, but I'd say only about 50% of those are actually fouls. The rest is full-on Mr. Grimsdale, Norman Wisdom. Hmm. He had an amazing game yesterday, Jack. Mm. He was the most fouled player on the pitch and committed the most fouls. <laughs> it was, in my world, the full Kevin Davis. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's go back 20 years for you. Um, he, he, well, he did commit more fouls than anybody else, um, and he was more fouled than anybody else. Even the, fa- the foul which got Romero sent off, and let's be fair, that yeah. was inevitability yeah, once he'd reduced Haaland in the first half. Um, even there, the positioning of his feet after his last touch of the ball, and nothing to do with the way the game is normally played, all to do with gathering the foul. Mm. Um, one wonders one wonders why he doesn't stay on his feet if he can, um, because he might be even better player than he already is. But hard not to like him, because he plays the game yeah. almost... Infantile delight, doesn't he? Mm. Hard not to like him. He's like it's like it's almost WWE. He was having a little row with some of the fans at the bottom of the main stand. He just he loves it. He just he, I mean, mm. he is great to watch, and he is a fantastic player. But um, I do find because he is the most fouled, he does tend to get away with murder at the same time. But just a quick one on Harry Kane before we move on from this game. Just just talking about mm-hmm. it with Andy there. And, and Teddy Sheringham's comments a little bit earlier on on the station about what does he do now? Because we say the ball is in his court, Danny, in the summer. He'll have a year left on his contract. And if Tottenham haven't sorted something by then, he'll clearly want to wait and see where they're at at that stage, where the club are at in terms of their manager and, uh, and European football. But the ball is completely in his court this time. It'll be interesting to see what he decides mm-hmm. to do. Well, look, I find myself here, Paul, um, and you know me, I'm, the glass is always half full with me. Uh, I find myself in a win-win situation. Either um, he will decide to stay, which I would absolutely love. And I thought some of his comments last night could be interpreted by a Kremlin watcher um, as as suggesting that he might be at Spurs for a little while longer. Or he will go, having uh, allowed me to watch the two greatest English strikers, with all due respect to Alan Shearer, um, of, of the last hundred years in himself and Jimmy Greaves. Um, and Paul, and people forget this, having had the privilege to watch him and Son... Rack up 400 goals. 
since Son joined him in the forward line. They have scored 400 goals. Mm. It's beyond, yeah. it's almost beyond well, comprehension. I made a the point there last isn't it? year that yeah. it kind of wastes. They haven't actually won anything with those 400 goals. That's the problem. Yes, it is a great, <coughs> yeah, it is a great shame. Getting mm. over the line mm. has been that issue, mm. of course. Uh, not for me. <laughs> I, I take that, uh, Andy. You'll excuse me if I say. Um, normally, the people say, not you, of course. And normally, people say it to me. I call them dimwits. <laughs> you call me a dimwit. I thought uh, finally on no, this no, game. No, 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 I don't. It doesn't yeah. matter. City uh, play with Harlan like we did with Lukaku. They just ignore his runs. You know, oh. crosses. I, I noticed last night every cross was to someone else. He's like a decoy. I know. It's really. It peculiar. does seem odd oh. because you keep seeing these I know same he scored bits of a footage. lot of goals. I'm not, you know, saying that he hasn't. Every but, match of the day summary just shows these great big gaps yeah, where yeah. he's run into and he's not getting the service but anyway City have got bigger fish to fry at the what's day what's this weird music oh yeah, we better move, move on. on Manchester United 2 Crystal Palace 1 a little late rally really? against 10 men I've Manchester. got Nottingham Forest 1 Leeds oh I'm going nil. mad sorry I've gone out yeah. of, I've gone out of order Man, yes Nottingham forget that Nottingham Forest oh, spoiler alert didn't give away the result if you haven't watched the highlights yet Nottingham Forest 1 Leeds nil. and I left to go to uh, White Hart Lane yesterday at half time I watched the first half and I didn't think for one moment yeah. when I arrived at the ground that Leeds wouldn't have equalised or even got in front because mm. they were creating lots of they weren't, put, they weren't putting them away of course but therein lies the problem but apparently they, they weren't great second half but Based on what I saw in the first half, I thought it was only a matter of time. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, apologies, Andy. I didn't mean to call you a dim. Honestly, I didn't. You know, I, I, I adore you. Um, I do. <laughs> I get him a lot um, more on this the, show. Don't worry about it. It's fine. No, no. Uh, look, Leeds have got Leeds have got the relegation problem that that that, um, that dare not speak its name. They are playing pretty well, hmm. but losing every game. Um, and that it's almost better to be being absolutely useless so you can change the manager, get a bounce and move on. Mm. What you can't have is them, what's happening now. They are the better team in, in great sections of the games they're playing, but still not getting any results. And I, I, I'm beginning to fear for them now because of that. It was They've also that, committed oh, themselves to Marsh by... Yeah, go on. They commit themselves to Jesse Marsh by buying a load of American and players he's worked with previously. Mm. Um, and for their sake... Uh, one, one hopes that, that that clicks sooner rather than later, but it didn't look like it was clicking. I can say they're, they're not a bad team, but they're, they're specialists in bad results. Yes, yeah, good yeah, point. It was, it was Kayla Navis against Leeds, but it was very interesting. Bamford reminds me of Havertz. He's a nice player, but he misses a lot of chances. He's a bit, I mean, shot. he's only just come back. There, no, was, a, there was a couple said, of chances. And the commentator said he looks like he hasn't played much. I thought, but he always looks like that. That's what he looks like. <laughs> that, he's him. He's a lovely footballer, but somehow... Yeah. He needs like 10 chances to score. They, they, you're right, then. They have good players, and you look about the Leeds fans, they're, they're fearing the worst a bit, as you said. They were so, saying Jesse time ago yesterday. From a Forest point of view, Steve Cooper would be delighted because they've been great at home, mm. but they didn't play particularly well yesterday, and they still won. So, that, that you know, that's, that's yeah. what you want from a side that he thinks potentially can stay in the Premier League. And I guess a demonstration as well of the amazing power of the Premier League mm. um, when, you know, uh, in, in one minute you've got a whole batch of players, the next minute you've got um, multi-Champions League winning Kalon Navas in goal. Um, Serge Ario, whether, we, whether you fancy him or not as a player, is the captain of the Ivory Coast. Um, they can bring in Chris Wood. And once again, the kaleidoscope of the, of the Premier League changes and... Imagine if you said two years ago that will be the forest play forest players on the day. They just think you were mad. Mm, mm. Um, it's incredible, and and 
you know, they took advantage of Leeds's Achilles heel that they, they can't win these games. Yeah, and some bad misses yesterday. Anyway, uh, Newcastle West Ham will be next. Newcastle 1, West Ham 1. When we return, Danny Kelly is with us. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Danny Kelly is with us and we're reflecting on the Premier League weekend. Lots to get stuck into. Next up it is Newcastle 1, West Ham 1. Uh, an interesting, I mean, another draw for Newcastle. 4 and 5 for them. Yeah, mm. a good result for West Ham though. Um, and maybe the green shoots from a, from a West Ham point of view. Declan Rice, that was quite interesting that uh, Jason Burt picked up today in the Telegraph saying that it's quite odd that it was it was volunteered. David Moyes saying, "Oh yeah, when he is finally sold, he'll go for a British record transfer fee." No one, no one asked him to say that. No, kind of volunteered. It, it is absolutely clear that he is going to leave. West yeah, Ham. you would think so. But uh, and uh, Pakatar as well, kind of uh, feeling that he's getting used to the Premier League now, and you'll start to see the best of him in the second half of the season. I mean, it was it was a game where the draw, I guess, was slightly predictable because it was uh, one of those weekends where the Premier League shows why it holds down the big bucks that it does around the world. Mm. I think I'm right in saying that in the top half, only three teams won, and in the bottom half, only three teams lost. Um, it was, I mean, you know, this draw for West Ham was, on the surface of it, a fantastic result, and it was a very good result, but around them... Uh, Everton, Nottingham Forest, Leicester, or I, mean, I don't want to give away the results in advance, Paul, <laughs> um, they all managed to win. Um, mm. And so they, they almost had to get this point to keep themselves uh, above the, the, the dreaded dotted line. Um, but, you know, they I, I've, uh, I can never pronounce the fellow's name. The centre-back has been out injured. Uh, Auher, is that is that how he's pronouncing his name? Um, he's clearly a very good player. And the one he with has, pace, Aguer, Aguerd, or Ag- yeah. you mean Aguerd. Aguerd, yeah. Oh, yeah. He has... Mm. He, he has sort of cemented the team again, which was looking a bit flaky at the back, wasn't it? Well, they got Chelsea next. That's three points. They'll be fine there. <laughs> He's and, on blue uh, square within five oh, years, says yeah. Andrew Yes. Uh, but I thought the uh, will it disallow goal, I was thinking about this, that in the World Cup or on TikTok, that's a goal. <laughs> 
people on, have, on TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah people analysing it from different angles and putting a ball down and shooting it from things saying, oh, no, it wasn't yeah. over the line. Yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty mad one. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what, Newcastle, um, can they be... Those teams pushing for top four, can they hunt them down? Who are the teams that can fall only, out of the top Spurs. four? No, it's Newcastle or... Imagine, we'll come on to United, but they, they're going to miss Casemiro, so that could... They could, certainly could are. Affect. OK, well, let's move on then to Wolves 3... Liverpool nil. Uh, we spoke to Stan Collymore on Friday, and he did fancy Wolves in this game. Mm. As such, it's quite hard to believe what's going on at Liverpool at the moment. You could, the strain telling, of course, as we saw with Jurgen Klopp in the press conference, where he refused to answer a question one of the athletic writers. Although it could be that he got the wrong writer, which to make it even worse. Mm. But um, yeah, these are these are troubled times at Liverpool. But when you look at the players. Still to come back, Canate, Van Dijk, Firmino, Jota, Diaz, you know, they, they could be a very different He's team. He's been a big miss, Diaz, because he was very effective for them. But I thought that um, it was a rare thing from Adama Traore, an actual assist. <laughs> yes. He did something. And uh, the own goal, which uh, I think I have to go to the dubious own goals committee. I don't know if they have one of those. <laughs> whether it was Matip or whether it was Trent who put it in. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird game, Danny. Um. Uh, it's it's very hard, isn't it? I mean, to put your finger... And, I mean, look, Jurgen Klopp's paid a lot more than me to put his finger on it, of what's going on there, because you mentioned the injuries. We know that Mane was an important part of the way they played, all those things. But for the team to fall so far off the cliff, so quickly, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I can only put it down to the exertions of last season. Mm. I mean, this season was always going to be weird with the World Cup as well, but they, they went so close... To doing something, they did amazing things last season. But they did; they came very close to doing something beyond amazing, unbelievable. And I wonder whether there's a psychological fall off from that, um, and where where they were, you know, initially papering over the cracks with the young players. The young players are now getting exposed by the failings of their of their older teammates. Um, that's a horrible mess. And you're absolutely right, Paul, to say that uh, Jurgen Klopp's reaction suggests that he too. Um, and might be spending some time scratching his head about it because he didn't appear to be... He didn't even say, we're just going to have to work hard in training. Mm. He just didn't say anything after the game. Conceiving no. three goals to Wolves, though, so that's three matches worth for them. <laughs> normally get, <laughs> used, let's just hope the Wolves say anything. We have actually used up three matches worth of goals. That's the problem. It means we can have a, we just got to try and get a couple of nil-nils for the next two. Anyway, yeah, Liverpool's problems continue. Well done to Wolves. Good result. Uh, we move on then to Manchester United 2. You didn't, you didn't have the temerity, Paul, to put Klopp in the barrel? No. And, well, you know what? No. I just I, Not yet. Despite, there is somebody okay. maybe slightly okay. more deserving still to come so right. somebody will be in the barrel very shortly so stay tuned for that uh, but it is Manchester United 2 yeah. Crystal Palace 1 the one I went with earlier on and it was all about the uh, Casemiro's MMA like choke out of Will Hughes yeah it, it, it looked worse in the still than it, it did in the actual it did I, I, mean, wonder, I wonder if he'll get there's an IU kind of push into the chest of Fred which is kind of throat high I mean if you wanted to send a few off you mm. could have done so it's like that old I mean it was just so clear cut wasn't it it was like the raft of the Medusa wasn't it you were look. you just looked at different parts mm. of the picture and then until you found the bit you wanted which is Casemiro choking out Will Hughes yeah but well first of all well done with referring the raft of the Medusa on the football <laughs> show in the middle of the day uh, well, congratulations for that um I, I 
look, there's a part of me that I get why he was sent off, but it's a part of me who says, you know, that wouldn't have been a sending off for in, in most of the game's history. No. Um, I mean, did he try and kill Will Hughes? Not really. Was it influenced by the fact that Will Hughes looks like the player who, who could be most easily hurt and there's sympathy vote in it? Uh, it, it? Look, I know he had to go, but would it have mattered if, if they just said that was handbags all round, let's get on with yeah. the game? No, I, I, I kind of okay? felt that. They I, didn't show all the melee. I was listening to the game on Talk Sport coming back from Brentford, and there was a real me- melee at the end of the uh, match, but they didn't show a match. Yeah, I mean, you cannot get someone by the throat. It is, I mean, as everybody has been saying, if you do no. that, there's every chance you will get sent off. It was a daft thing to do, and there he is, uh, three games out, having missed one for, for the bookings as well. So it's all a bit of a disaster from their point of view. Uh, for Palace, I mean, we look at Palace's stats... They are a touch worrying at the moment when you look at their yeah, numbers. They could be dragged They're kind into of getting it, sucked yeah. into it a bit, aren't they? Um, yes. Uh, look, the, my show tonight at seven. I have a Crystal Palace producer. Now he is a guy who does see the glass half empty, um, but he's also a realist, Ian. And he, he's, he, you know, he's saying. We just, we just. He doesn't know where the next result is coming from, mm. and this is a sort of a refrain that Andy has sometimes got into with Chelsea this season. Um, I don't. Mm. I think there are enough teams below Palace who are not very good um, for them to be all right. But somebody is going to, uh, particularly with this weekend's results, somebody is going to go into a springtime decline, yeah. stop winning games, and they could easily get sucked into it. Because I suspect West Ham, Leeds. Everton, I know we said Leeds are, are really struggling, but they, you can see how they all might improve. And so the teams directly above them um, might, might have reason to worry. And Palace have done this before, haven't they? Got themselves into relative safety and then fell away. Absolutely. Well, let's <clears> move <throat> on then to the result that Andy always looks for. I know he's a big fan of the club. Ah, he's, uh, I'm not he's saying anything. I mean, honestly, feed a, I was gutted when they scored. Feed a club. <laughs> Brighton won Bournemouth nil and uh, yes uh, that man Matoma again who's been playing so well uh, just a little general point from uh, this game watching match of the day and I've noticed it in other matches as well the deliberate barge uh, in the box where you make no attempt to get the ball uh, it's, it's never a penalty anymore you see quite a lot of examples of this there was one with Son I can't remember if it was against earlier and it might have been was it Liverpool but just I think it was Trent wasn't it no attempt at all to get them. just hands on the player push them over they're rarely pens we had one the other day with uh, Estupinian on Uatara and again he's made no attempt to get the ball he's just pushed the fella over and the ref's not interested so that's the, that's the high bar apparently because outside the mm. box you know that's a free kick mm. Well, you don't want to get into penalty controversy top trumps, but if that wasn't a penalty compared <laughs> mm. to the Crystal Palace handball, yeah. which, you know, unnatural position, if you want to say that. Unlucky, but, Will. You know, I'd argue that when they, put, when they put their hands behind their back, that's an unnatural position as well. Let's be truthful about mm. it. Um, that, that was a penalty. The push was a proper penalty. And again, this is where maybe the lack of professional players rather than professional, professional officials in that truck um, is is costing us here because all the players would say, of course, he's got to cross his body there. Mm. Um, so he's not worried about the touch of the ball. Yeah. He's just making sure that the player is unbalanced enough not to make take advantage of the touch that he's got. Yeah. It looked like a penalty to me, Paul. Absolutely. He's not even looking at the ball. You know what players should do? You remember how Dennis Law used to hold his like sleeves like that? Yeah. Know? 
Yes. And if it's his hands below the T-shirt, it's not handball. It's not oh, hand. oh, Blum, you found it. You're, you're Mr. Loophole, you are, Andy. What about that? The Andy Jacobs <laughs> law that suddenly came into <laughs> come into football. Um, yeah, look, a, bit, a, a, a good result for Brighton. Keeps them in touch. Yeah, Bournemouth would be gutted not to get a point. I know yeah. I was. Uh, yeah, they were a bit unlucky, <laughs> but again, you know, there's, it, it, these are tough times for for Gary O'Neill as well. I mean, being unlucky and not managing to, to, to come away with a point means you know you are still down there at the bottom, and with all that extra money spent and all those new players, brings even more pressure, I would think. Yeah, um, it, it doesn't look great for Bournemouth. They're not not an absolutely terrible team, but. Um, in a Premier League where that, you know not being absolutely terrible just won't cut it, um, you know. And they, you, know, you could argue this is exactly what happens to teams at the bottom. They concede a late goal after putting up a pretty good scrap um, against their south south coast neighbours. But um, again, look, they're going to have to win their games at home. They're, you know, the, the teams that are down at the bottom is their home form will decide what they're going to do. And this closure is Andy. You know, that's a form result. Brighton are a very good team. Um, and I don't. I'm not sure how they've achieved it. Andy knows more about the details than me. Uh, we're but, uh, but Bournemouth are going to win with the home games. Absolutely. Yeah, we've got time no, for Brentford. We have. We're going to do it in a minute. When we return, yeah. someone will be climbing in the barrel. But who's it going to be? Find out very shortly. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Danny Kelly is with us. We're looking back over the Premier League weekend, and it's time now to reveal whose turn it is in the barrel. <laughs> Yes, every week someone uh, takes their turn in the barrel and there was a number of uh, nominees this week. Uh, Danny mentioned Jurgen Klopp, but uh, step forward and please climb into the barrel. Nathan Jones, uh, the Brentford, sorry, the, the Southampton manager. They lost 3-0 to Brentford. Andy witnessed the game. He'll tell us more in a moment. And uh, the cardinal sin of any coach. I mean, first there was the fairly bizarre thing of him saying, you know, uh, I've compromised too much. I do love his voice. I've compromised too much, he was saying. Yeah. And then said it won't be like that now. The trouble is, of course, if it still goes wrong, he has absolutely no excuses. And he used a term, Danny, he should never use. Maybe it was a slip of the tongue. He didn't say weave when he talked about the team. He said they've. Oh, dear. Oh, and there's a, it's a long road back when you've said they've. I just think he'd do a good undermilk wood, Nathan. <laughs> don't you think? To begin. Yeah. Well, Nathan, what do you think of the game today? Well, to begin. Begin at the beginning. It is spring. No, it's not. It's February, Nathan. <laughs> moonless night in the sun. Well, we're not particularly moonless. It was a three o'clock Starless kickoff. and Bible black. Bible black. <laughs> He'd do a very good. I think Nathan would do a very fine undermilk wood, but we'll park that for now. Um, well, and, you, you can hmm. help me, Paul, with your, with your impression then, because um, when we when the barrel was rolled into him just now, he goes, already... Yeah. Really, yeah. lads, already? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Normally, yeah, somebody else should be more decent. You were there, Andy. I was there. You witnessed it. Two things. Brentford are a fantastic run. Ivan Tony is the striker any team would want, especially my team. And Ward Prowse, there's one moment on they didn't show a match of the day, and it was when it was at nil-nil. And Ward Prowse was through. And for some, it was a mad decision. I don't know why he crossed it. He, all he had to do is hit it with his left foot, he would have scored. And he crossed it and, the, and it went past the on coming forward. Yeah. And that was it. They were never in the game after that. And, yeah. You know, and Brentford totally deserved to win. I thought Thomas Frank, very interesting. He talked about a soft set, uh, you know, to set up the cross. And you, you, it's so clever that because so often you, the ball's banged to a bl- the wing or the fullback and he has to take a touch. As soon as he takes a touch, the defence can get set. Whereas if you play it back to him softly, yeah. you need it first time, and the first time cross is so much more effective. Yeah. And that's just typical of Brentford and the way they look at everything. Brilliant club. 
I mean, and Frank is a, is a you know, it, I've got to be, I'm going to be slightly big-headed here. There's often people talking about football who are paid to talk about, and I go, I'm not sure. I don't know. I know every bit as much as this fellow, but Thomas Frank, I think I, I might sit down and shut up because <laughs> he appears to know a great yeah. deal about how to set football teams up, and even that tiny detail of making sure that the penultimate ball. Um, not the cross into the box, but mm. the ball that leads to the cross is spot on. Um, and, of course, the beneficiaries of that are Entoma, Matoma and, uh, and Boma and our friend uh, Ivan Tony. Mm. Um, because the, the, it, and it's just wonderful. Watch. I, don't, I don't quite know how you differentiate between Brighton and Brentford, Andy, because they appear to be doing much the same sorts of things to me. Yeah. One he likes and one he doesn't. That's the logic. That's the logic. <laughs> <laughs> one, All right. They haven't, okay. got their, they haven't got their £20 million manager that he's not having, but we'll come on to that. And Ooh, the, the Graham Barraclough. Of course, it's yeah. that. <laughs> the, the, the match of the day cameras. That's what, that's what my son and I call him now, Mr. Really? Barraclough. I'm yeah. just saying, yeah, maybe Chelsea did need Mr. Mackay and they got Mr. Barraclough. Honestly, now, Emma he, Hayes would do a better job than him, I'm telling you. Well, why she wouldn't would. she? She's she a would. war-winning coach. Well, that, yeah. 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 13 days with that team and you know, they came out there and looked like they didn't never even met each other Look, it's not that easy Andy to mould all these mm. players Sean Dice like... seemed to manage it <laughs> well yes I mean he didn't Bang. Have, he, he didn't have yeah, well, I can't argue with that um, we'll come on to that Brentford we did like Thomas Frank's tactics board it was picked up by a match of the day it was quite no. I wonder what it was I thought he was going to present a picture it's very old Nathan school right in front of us so it was yeah, probably a lovely probably yeah. a portrait of Dylan Thomas he was going to hand to him but it's, mm. it's massive it's yeah. a huge tactics anyway, board anyway quick we've got to move on we have we've got to move on Let's, we can go out of music Ooh. quick um, so there we are poor old Nathan in the barrel Villa 2 Leicester 4 um, yeah new signings it kept saying didn't he Brendan bit of fresh blood fresh impetus new signings new players yeah. that's all I need as soon as he gets them you've got you've got Kevin team. you've got Kevin Hatchard on with you Kevin's been banging on to me on Trans Europe which is best about Tete for ages and he looked absolutely yeah, um, oven ready for the Premier League didn't he Very really much. good uh, and a, a, a cracker that proves my point that anyone can be anyone in the Premier League from 6th down to about 17th uh, but it, it was a classic yeah. modern day giving it away at the back goal as well wasn't it so there yeah. you go so yeah things looking up for Leicester the new signings they'll be happy with that we're better uh, Everton won Arsenal nil. it's been spoken about an awful lot since it happened it was a pretty seismic result I'm not sure I mean I'd see one of the papers saying today the blueprint of how to beat Arsenal but there's been plenty of examples this yeah. season where teams try and do what Everton did and all Arsenal do is play through the press and go on and, and, and give them a kicking so I'm not sure it's a blueprint, but certainly... It was interesting, though, that both Arsenal and City were playing their bogey teams away yes. on the same weekend. Yeah, it's, I mean, that shouldn't make any difference. No, it shouldn't, really. but, you know, they just great. got such a poor record but, there. Um, what did I say to you about Jorginho? He's a very good player, very nice, good bloke and all that. But there was a moment when they were on transition and yeah. he was running back and you could see I told you yeah. what's his name John Moss ran past him yeah. <laughs> he just that is the problem with Georgie but we yeah, you know we can't read too much of it from that point of view we'll see over the next few games with Arsenal whether it's had any effect on them but well done to Everton yeah. Sean Dyche as Andy said in, in a matter of days got them organised got individuals yeah. playing better than they had in recent weeks because they've got good players and you've got to fancy Everton in, the, a fun- in the Merseyside derby yeah He's a really good coach, Sean. Also, a great advert for time travel. We saw an <laughs> Arsenal team being outmuscled by a Sean Dyche team whose winning goal came a Dwight McTenniel corner yeah. ahead of by James Tarkovsky. It was five years ago at Turf Moor, wasn't it? <laughs> when exactly the same thing happened. Amazing, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. I was his, voice, Ash- his voice will soon be gone. I was waiting for Ashley Barnes to go oh. through the back of Xhaka, weren't yeah. you? That was just, that's all it would have needed him to come in a blue shirt. I, 
I want to hear Paul's impression of a conversation between Sean Dyche and Nathan Jones. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> They're quite similar. I think my voice might go if I do too much of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, just very quickly, Chelsea nil, Fulham nil. Friday night, long time ago, Andy, you were there. What do you reckon? Terrible. I mean, you know, they Should had we leave six. It there? Well, they had six chances to score a goal. I, I you know, Havertz just drives me mad. He's like one in ten. He missed two great opportunities. Should play that by UB40 before you know, as you run out. Just, <laughs> yeah, but honestly, Battershield's come in and he looks really good. He's three clean sheets since he's played. And you like and so, Fernandez as well, yeah, you said. And Fernandez obviously is class, but, but it's typical of Potter. He, he decides he's got a choice of which one to leave out of the Champions League, and he leaves out the Battershield, the one who's actually playing quite well. Is yeah. actually solid like you don't need to defend in the Champions League of course like we haven't got enough you know sort of forwards we've got loads of wing forwards like that and yeah. what a mistake what did you make of Fulham Andy? Uh, I think they're pretty ordinary I, I think both games I thought they were pretty ordinary I thought Chelsea should have won the match mm-hmm. they only had sort of three shots at goal they seemed quite content with a nil-nil and I think they're alright I don't think they're as good okay. as Brentford or Brighton Oh, blimey. Nice. Said a nice thing about Brighton, Danny. Did, what about that? Well, that'll yeah, teach him. Did, yeah. <laughs> I, my view on yeah. Potter now, seriously, is basically give him to the end of the season. If there's any improvement, fine, then he'll earn the right to be there next season. But there, there isn't. There is oh. absolutely no point in waiting till next November when another season's gone to get rid of him. Well, Danny, what about that? Potter out? What do you think? Well, wait. But, uh-huh. you know, it, it's got to uh, show uh, some improvement. So far, there's no improvement. Well, uh, you know, I, I can't really top Andy's analysis of the match there. All I would say, Paul, that um, over in Belgium, Scott Parker is already in the barrel. Yeah. Um, I'll just make <laughs> that point to talk about Paul. Oh, yeah. He is. Well, he, hasn't, he hasn't won a match yet, no. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. I'm going to get that album from the Jesse March Fallout. The Jesse March Fallout. What a band they were. <laughs> Tremendous. Um, I'll be back tomorrow with Charlie Baker. And you return on Wednesday. I do. We'll see which other Premier League managers get the sack. There's not many of them at the bottom who haven't changed managers. And one of them could be changing manager again. So, anyway, uh, we'll look out for more of that. But until uh, tomorrow, thanks for listening. Do hope you can join us from one. If not, the podcast will be available about four. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.